0: Welcome to The Creative Cast. I'm your host, Tammy Munson, podcast producer, coach, and CEO of Wildfire Creative. Are you struggling to grow and monetize your podcast? Want to learn more about starting your own podcast? Are you looking for the secrets behind the business side of podcasting? Well, friends, you are in the right place. Here on The Creative Cast, I'm going to be sharing all the tips and tricks on all things podcasting for the faith based podcaster. Each episode is going to contain powerful information to help you get started with your own podcast, learn the secrets of building a business, and of course, growing and monetizing your podcast. All right, y'all, without further ado, let's get started. Y'all, welcome to the Creative Cast. We are continuing your favorite episodes again this week while I am on my much needed podcast break. But as I mentioned a few weeks ago, we are heading into the golden era of podcasting and y'all, it's booming. As of last month, like when I saw the stat, it it really blew my mind. There are over 5 million Podcasts out there with over 70, yep, that's seven zero million episodes between them. Thanks to our friends over at Edison research for that stat that was published in December of 2022. So it might even be more by now. Now, y'all, that's a lot of audio, right? Looking at those numbers, you may wonder, can I even carve out a space of my own? And grow an audience? Well friends, absolutely you can with a few strategic actions. So today's episode that it was originally episode 24 talks about just that. So let's dive right in to the strategy that's gonna help you increase your podcast's popularity. So today's show is gonna help everyone out there looking to grow their podcast. Now I get, how do I grow my podcast? Well, I'm going to tell you my top three tried and true strategies on how to do this. Today, I'm going to share them with you. Now, as we all know, the podcast industry is booming. And this is also a blessing and a curse because big numbers means lots of competition. And the most reliable data that I found says that there are about 750,000 different podcasts with over 30 million episodes. That's a lot of podcasts, y'all. But when you're looking at these numbers, you may be wondering, is it even possible for me to carve out a space and grow my audience? Well, I'm here to tell you, yes, it is still possible. In fact, They are tried and true steps that you can take to increase your podcast listeners and turn them into loyal followers. So I've created three for you of the best ones that seem to work. Now, the first is create valuable partnerships. Now, in the beginning, your podcast is like your newborn baby. You bring it home. You're so excited. You absolutely adore it. And your job is to guide and teach and help it grow. The fastest way to draw attention to any new venture is to build partnerships or collaborations. And this is true for almost every single type of business venture, including podcasting. Now, we've all seen the commercials with Jennifer Garner or Samuel L. Jackson with Capital One and What's in Your Wallet? Or any influencer on social media promoting this product or another we have all seen it, we know that partnerships helps you grow. So with podcasting, if you collaborate with other prominent podcasts or the host lets you tap into a pre-existing audience who you then can convert to your listeners, we see this all the time. In order to connect with successful podcasters, before you start researching and all these other kinds of things, I want you to first identify... What would make the most valuable partnerships for your podcast? So I always look at three things. A successful show with a decent-sized audience, that they've been doing this a while, and that the audience shares a common interest with your listeners. Now, let's say you have a faith-based podcast. You might not want to be tuning into something that's talking about astrology, those things just kind of don't go together. Or if you have a show about fitness and good health, you're not going to want to get on a show talking about fried foods and, and all the things that are bad for you. You get the point, right? Okay. And then the, the other thing is I want you to think about is, of course, you need to have a willingness to to be accepting guests at the time and want to do guest spots on other podcasts. So once you kind of identified those things, Then you can go through and make a list of every podcast in your niche and those that are about one step outside of your niche. You're going to use that criteria I just talked about to screen potential partners and then find the winners on social media and then ask them to appear on your show. Plus, if you do one show together, your guest is more likely then to invite you onto their program. You also want to look on various social platforms like Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook groups, maybe even mastermind groups. There's lots and lots of opportunities. I know on Facebook, there's Anchor has a Facebook group where there's people who are looking for guests. And I know that there's lots of other types of groups on Facebook that are always looking for that. The other thing you may want to look at is utilizing something called Podmatch, where they, it's kind of like a Dating website, but for podcast hosts. So they automatically match ideal podcast hosts and guests for interviews. I absolutely love Podmatch. I use it with several of my clients when we are booking guests or looking for specific guests for their show. And I'll make sure to put that link in the show notes for you as well. One thing that you must do no matter what is set the expectation that whoever comes on your show shares the episode with their audience. Because otherwise, you're not going to see much return for your efforts. This is not a magic bullet. Not everyone is going to say yes. But if your pitch is persuasive enough, you'll find some podcasters who will definitely agree to be on your show. Podcasters always want to promote their show, so they're always more likely than not willing to be on other people's show. When you draft your pitch letter, don't make it a template letter that you send to everyone add some personality to it add something that you've noticed about them something that you've listened to on their show hey i listened to episode 37 and it talked about this particular bible verse that's one of my favorites etc cetera, etc cetera. and for those of you that have a solo show you can still use this tactic you can still bring on a guest every now and then just like here on the creative cast most of the time it's just you and i having a conversation But sometimes I bring on a special guest about a particular topic that I'm not an expert in or that I really want to kind of take a deeper dive on. Definitely look at those kinds of things no matter if you are an interview-based show or a solo show. Now, the next tip is getting your listeners to act. Getting people just to listen to your show sometimes isn't just enough because what if they listen once and they never return? You can't build an audience that way. So to sustainably grow your audience, you need people to do three things. Number one, subscribe to your show. Number two, rate your show with the five stars and then review your show. Now, of course, most people are so used to saying just go over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Well, yes, that's important. You want to send them to Apple Podcasts? but you also want to send them to wherever they listen to their show because a lot of more people are using Spotify. If I were you, I would just say go subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you're not singling out one over the other. When someone does one of these three things, it provides a boost for the growth of your podcast. Subscribing, I'm not talking about signing up for Patreon or anything or having a subscription through any of the various like Spotify or Apple or Patreon. But just subscribing means that someone is going to see your podcast in their feed whenever you post a new episode. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the various ones. And then rating and reviews are going to help convince anyone who is considering your show They're thinking, oh, do I want to give this a a try? Ratings and reviews kind of help those actions. Altogether, these three actions play a huge role in how podcasts are ranked, especially over on Apple Podcasts in their new and noteworthy section. How exactly do you get your listeners to do these three things? Well, you've heard on this show many, many times. You just ask. If you're not as well-versed in podcast marketing, I refer to this as asking people to do stuff. It's the call to action. We've all, we all have heard that phrase because we're inviting someone to do something that's beneficial for us. I want y'all to keep it classy. I don't recommend hounding people throughout the episode, making people feel guilty, anything like that. But if you ask people at various strategic points in your show to subscribe, rate, And review your podcast it can definitely work and it'll work to your advantage because if people appreciate what you're doing they're more likely to take a minute or two to rate and review your show tip number three i want you to market your podcast like there is no tomorrow now all of you know i live in iowa build a dreams is obviously filmed here in iowa and we all know the line if you build it they will come Like I said, we've all heard that line and it may have worked for Kevin Costner's character in the movie, but this advice can prove disastrous for a podcast or really any business. Even if your podcast is the most amazing podcast that has ever been created, it is the best thing in the world, you still have to do some promotion because nobody knows about it. Listeners are not just going to show up. I don't care what Kevin Costner experienced in Field of Dreams. It's not going to work, y'all. Now, marketing can mean a lot of different things. So here are some of the areas that you should definitely focus on. First of all, social media. Now, that might seem very, very obvious, but social media is the most accessible way to market your podcast. That's why every big podcast you listen to has some sort of active social strategy. You see it on my Instagram feed. Every Monday, I'm promoting the podcast. Now, there's a couple ways to do this right. So, you're always, always, always going to tag your guests when you share episodes. Because this puts your podcast into their Twitter or Instagram feed or Facebook feed, which places you front and center for their audience. Make use of hashtags. Again, I know. Hello, Captain Obvious. (laughs) But it bears mentioning Every hashtag you use introduces your podcast into another stream, each of which could reach thousands of new people. The other thing is create audiograms. Video, as we all know, video is the priority on Instagram and of course with the Google algorithms. And video and images drive a lot of engagement on social media, more so than text-only posts. But why should that matter to you, a person that's working in an audio medium? Because of audiograms. That's why. They're so key. So if you're not familiar, audiograms are social posts that include an image or a video, usually captioned, and usually has a short audio clip from your podcast. And usually it's like anywhere between 30 to 60 seconds of some nugget of wisdom or some sort of hook. That's going to get people to want to go, I want to listen to that show just because of this. And you can use these audiograms to your advantage. And then you get to enjoy the improved social engagement. There are several programs that can help you do this. Several web-based software that will help you do this. The most popular is Headliner. Then there's also Wave. And there's lots of other ones out there. Now, my personal favorite is Wave. It's, I think, 10 bucks a month. And I'll put that link in the show notes for you as well. And, of course, let's talk about podcast syndication. Now, there's lots of different podcast platforms out there. And if you are not already, it's in your best interest to be on as many as possible. If you are a client of mine, this section, you do not have to worry about it because I have taken care of that for you. But... If you've done it yourself or someone else has done it for you, you want to make sure that you are in as many places as possible. The more places you upload your show, the more potential listeners you reach. So I'm talking about Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Alexa, Podcast Addict, Castos. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So make sure that you are looking at your syndication Go into whatever podcast host you're using, whether it's Buzzsprout, Libsyn, Captivate, whatever one you're using. I guarantee there is a list of where you are broadcasting to. And if you're not listed in a lot of areas, you're going to want to do that. Now, the other thing is, and I've talked about this so many times on the show, but it is just so important That if you really want to turn up your podcast marketing and grow your audience up a notch or two or 10, you want to make sure that you are adding a blog post about each episode for the extended show notes. And you also want to make sure that you're adding transcripts of each episode to your show. Now, I know when we say transcripts, it could be you're thinking, oh my gosh, that that sounds painful. That sounds like something that's going to take too much work. But creating a blog post helps your podcast get found in Google, which has way more search traffic than any podcast platform. And there are lots of options to create transcriptions like Otter and Soundtrap, which is Spotify's version of that. And There's even another service, which I just absolutely love. You've heard me talk about it before, and that's Podscribe. Recently, I was talking to a client about adding transcription to their podcast. And they said, why do we need to do that? People don't want to read a podcast. True. But think about it this way. It's SEO for new listeners to find your show, especially using Podscribe's player. You can search through and organize old episodes. And most importantly, because you know how I am about special needs and making things easier for that community, it makes your show accessible to the deaf and hard of hearing community. So that's even another group of listeners, so to speak, that can tap into your show and become part of your loyal audience. So how does this whole blog post thing work? Well, it's simple, really. Unless you're podcasting about something really rare and obscure, people are going to be searching Google for the kinds of things that you're talking about. So when you create a blog post and you post the show notes and or the transcription, Google finds those keywords from your post and ranks it for said keywords. Boom. Done. Now you have interested searchers. Finding your post about your podcast. So, so if they were searching for this exact subject matter, chances are pretty good that they'll give your show a listen because they were searching for that same exact information. Now, I know I said I was only going to give you three, but I got a bonus one for y'all. And it's keep improving on the quality of your show. Now, I, you've heard me talk about this before, but this one is so, so important. Now, when I say quality, that can mean a couple of different things. It could be the caliber of your guest that you have on the show. It could be your skills as an interviewer. It may even be the audio equipment or the background music you have on your show. But the best way to find out what you need to improve is to just ask your audience because they're going to tell you. I get notes all the time. <laughs> But if you are just starting and you don't have an audience out there, ask your friends. Ask people that you know. Tell them you need your their honest feedback. Not to give you all the puppies and rainbows and sunshine and all that stuff, but to really give you honest feedback. Or reach out to your own social media audience and say, hey, let me know what you think. Because however quality is defined for you, I want you to keep working towards improvement. We can always be better. There's always something that we can improve upon. Even me who has been doing podcast editing for years and years and years. I don't really want to say how many years it's been. (laughs) It's been a few years. But there's always something new for me to learn. There's always a new software or a new skill. Or there's always something new for you to learn. We are not experts in everything. So keep working towards that improvement, making your show better each and every time. All these things I've mentioned today is going to help you increase your listeners, but it will be astronomically so much more effective if you have a high quality, high value show. As always, if you have questions, please do not hesitate to send me an email. Happy to get your, your notes. I love reading them all. Go ahead if you have questions, please send them over and I will get you an answer as soon as possible. Now ladies, I absolutely 100% believe in you. Y'all are my heroes. Because I believe that inexperience, production fatigue, and intimidating tech should not hold you back. You've got this. Let's walk through this journey together so that you can spend less time worrying about the details and more time spreading your message, more time telling your story. I hope that you have a great day and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye y'all.